Contractor's journey to self-mastery requires discipline, integrity, and respect. Welcome to Hammer and Grind. Hey, what's up? It's Brad here. Welcome back to the Hammer Grind Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about creating a GPS for your business. And so I think most of us know what a GPS is. We use them every single day, Google Maps, Apple Maps, or any of the other maps that we use. We all know what a GPS is and how they work, right? But what does that mean in your business? So, you know, what is, how does that affect uh, how we run our business? So, Back in the uh, 1995, end of 95, 96, uh, probably very beginning in 96, I just graduated from boot camp and I was going to, uh, went to the uh, School of Infantry where all infantrymen and the Marines go to to train. Back then it was an eight-week school to give you all of your basic infantrymen skills that you need before you were dropped into the fleet and into your uh, unit. And one of the courses that you have to pass in SOI, School of Infantry, is land navigation. Pretty important, right? If you're going to be out in the woods, in the jungle, in the desert, trying to locate an enemy or objective, you've got to kind of know how to use, you know, navigation to, uh, to do that. And this was, you know, again, this was in 96. GPS didn't exist on the open market. Like it wasn't even really readily available down at the infantry unit. They may have had it, you know, more like satellite access, all that stuff, but we were still using compass. You had a map and you have a compass and that's pretty much it. And so on, uh, I went to uh, Camp Lejeune and um, that's where they have out in the, you know, on the base in the woods, they have a course set up, a navigation course. And you have to pass it in the daytime, and then you have to pass it in the nighttime. Why? Well, because it's two different elements, right? Two different scenarios, two different situations. So you have to be able to do both. And when you're, when you're doing uh, land navigation or, or navigation uh, during the day, you can use multiple variations of, of how to do it. You can use a compass. And know, you know, a certain north, a certain, not, not north, but a certain um, direction that you need to head. You can use um, land, you can use, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Landmark navigation, where you know there's specific landmarks in the area that you're in, and you can see them. And so you're traveling to that. You know, if you're in the mountains and you're lost and you're like, I know I need to go north. I can look and see a mountain ridge, you know, maybe a cliff or something and say, that's where I need to, as long as I'm heading towards that cliff, I know I'm going in the right direction. Well, in land nav, it's the same thing. If you know that you're going, if you can see three miles away from you, you know, you can see a, a big tree or a river or something like that. You can just look at it, right? And then head that direction. But when you're in the middle of the woods, and there's trees everywhere, there really is no landmark navigation that you can do. I mean, you can, you can look about a hundred yards in front of you maybe, right. And then shoot, you know, walk a hundred yards. And then when you get there, you got to find a new landmark. It's very difficult. Long story short, 
I failed the land navigation course during the day because you have to have a partner. The two of you go out and you have a certain amount of time to complete the course. And this isn't a course where you have all day. You have to be making decisions and moving pretty quickly. Like you don't really have time to stop and rest for a half hour. Like you're, you have to constantly be moving. And so I can distinctly remember uh, we were trying to use a little bit of, of landmark navigation where we would pull up our compass and we would shoot an azimuth and see like, oh, there's a big tree a hundred yards out. That's where we need to go. And we'd get there and, you know, we'd leapfrog that for several times. And I remember the only thing that you're trying to find is an ammo can, right? It's about the size of a, I mean, if you don't know what an ammo can is, it's about the size of a book roughly, and it's mounted on the side of a tree in the woods, and you have to find that exact location. And we, we didn't find one of the locations. I mean, we spent like an hour, maybe two hours trying to find one location, ultimately failed. What the funny story though, is that night navigation, you let you 100% have to rely on your compass because there's not there. You can't see landmarks at night, especially in the woods. And so you're just walking really slow with the compass in front of you and maybe a flashlight if you don't have glow in the dark compass and you're just walking in that direction. And so you're really, really focused on the compass and you, you have to trust your instruments to get you there. And so the funny story is I passed uh, night nav, like I, you know, no problem passing night navigation when you can't see, but can't pass it during the day. <laughs> and there's a, there's some jokes in the military about lieutenants, you know, that can't pass navigation that are in charge. But, uh, one thing I, I'll share that when I got back uh, to the base with the the uh, night navigation course, at some point I realized, well, well, let's say this, I showed up to base without my rifle, without my M16. And so at some point I had laid it against a tree when we stopped to check stuff, forgot to pick it up. So at night in the middle of the woods, at some point in the two or three hours that I was out there, I laid the rifle down and didn't know where it was at. And somebody else found it shortly after we got back, you know, 30 minutes later, somebody walked into camp with the rifle. Needless to say, uh, it was not a pleasant day for me. Uh, cause just so you know, you're not supposed to leave your rifle, uh, laying around a tree and being in combat without a rifle. So learned a lesson there. What does this have to do with construction, Brad? I'm getting there. Back then we had compasses. We didn't have GPS. You had to really rely on the compass to get to where you want to go, right? And so during the daytime, when you think you have visual, you can see, you think you can see what's going on. You don't rely as much on your compass because you can start doing landmark navigation. But the problem with landmark navigation on short distances is that it's easy to get off course. So if I'm looking at my business, you know, a week at a time, it's not giving me the overall big picture of, of the health of my business. It's helpful to know if I have a goal of selling so much each week, right? It helps me to know if I'm hitting that, that number, but it doesn't tell me overall what I'm doing. If I'm short one week by a thousand dollars and short the next week by 5,000 or so on and so on, like in that short period of time, it's given me feedback for that week to know where I need to be, but it's not helping me over the overall, you know, uh, length of the business, like over a year or a quarter or a month or whatever. So if I dropped you into the desert 
with nothing and said, you know, walk your way out. There's a town 50 miles from here, but I didn't tell you which direction the, the town was in. And I didn't tell you, I didn't give you a map or nothing. You're in the desert. The town is 50 miles from where you're at. How would you find that town? It would be virtually impossible. Like you would have to basically take a guess and you would, you know, if you broke it up in the north, south, east, west, you may head east. And if it's actually northeast, you may be able to see it after you travel. So distance, you may be able to see it off, you know, to your, your left a little bit. But if you go the opposite direction, you're not going to know, right? Unless you can get up to high ground and then maybe you can see it way off in the distance. And then you would know which direction to go. You know, the next best thing would be if I gave you a map right? An actual map of the area and you could see where the town is, then you would know which general direction to go to. And if there was landmarks, you would be able to somewhat navigate, right? A town is a pretty big town. If I said, go find a stake in the desert, you know, go find a, a bowling ball sitting on, you know, in the desert, that's a lot harder to find. You got to be right on, but to find a town that's, you know, 30 mile radius, that's pretty easy to find, right? If I said, here's a compass, you need to head north, to this town 50 miles again without a map you wouldn't know which way to go and the best thing would be a gps if i handed you a phone and say hey you know punch in your gps coordinates and it'll take you right there i would have all the confidence in the world to know where i need to go right if you don't have gps tools in your business it makes it much more difficult to know where you need to go the other thing is the larger the goal or the larger the landmark, the easier it is to know which direction to go. If I dropped you in Paris and the landmark was the Eiffel Tower, because it's so tall, you could be anywhere and be able to just look up and see which direction to go, right? Because it's such a big destination. It's such a big landmark. You know you need to go that way. But if I said, go find a specific restaurant in you know, France and you had no idea where that was and you had no master GPS or anything, it's gonna be very, very difficult. What I'm trying to get at here is that a lot of us in business will say, I'm trying to make more money, right? I talked to contractors, I had two calls today with contractors that are interested in getting help and neither one of them had a destination. What they wanted to do was, I just need to make more money. I'm working all the time. I'm not making enough money and I'm stressed out. Okay. That's good to know where we're at currently, but to just say, I need to make more money is like dropping you in the desert and then saying, go 50 miles, you know, and find the, find the town. You wouldn't know which way to go. We don't have a destination. We don't have a landmark. We're not, we don't have a GPS, nothing. Okay. What we need to do is identify what our goal is. Our goal could be, I want to make a hundred thousand. I want to do 5 million in revenue. I want to only work 20 hours a week. Uh, I want to do this. Like if you have definitive goals that you're trying to go after, then you can back engineer the plan to get there. Right. But even if I said, what's your, you know, what do you want to accomplish? And, they, and you said, I want to make $100,000 uh, a year income. That's great. What do you need to do in order to do that? Right? How much, how much is that breakdown per month? Well, $100,000 a year is like $8,333, something like that. That means you need to make 
$8,333 a month, right? So now I can break it down a little bit further. What is that per week? What's that per day and what's that per hour? You can break all this down. And that's the plan aspect of it. The GPS aspect of it is the reports. In other words, the numbers side of your business. And this is one area that most contractors who are struggling financially do not look at the numbers of their business, like ever. I can't tell you how many contractors I talk to and I say, what's your, um, you know, how much money did you make last year? And they may say, oh, you know, I did $300,000 revenue. Okay. Well, that's, that's a little bit easier to identify. And I say, well, how much gross profit did you make? I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know how to figure that. Okay. How much net profit did you make? I don't know that either. I don't know. Well, how much did you pay yourself? Uh, I don't know. I just, whenever I need 200 bucks, I go take it out and put it in my account. If I need a thousand, I go take it out. So you don't know how much money you're making per job. You don't know how much money you're taking at the end of the job after expenses and overhead. And you don't know how much you're paying yourself. No. And you don't see that as a problem, right? You don't see that as an issue in your business. You need to know your numbers of your business. And the GPS tool that's going to allow you to get the most traction are different reports like a, a profit and loss, a P&L. If you're not looking at your profit and loss at least once a month, then you're not going to know where you're at. You're not going to know, you know, if you're on the right path. So when you break this out, the, the ideal way that it looks like is you have a financial goal. Let's say, let's say you want to get to 500,000 this year. Maybe you did uh, 300 last year and you want to do 500 this year. What does that break down into per month? What does it break down into per week, per day, per hour, right? And if I know what that breaks down to on each one of those things, I can test any time along the way and know if I'm on the right track. So if I know, let's just say, for example, and I don't, I don't know the math, I didn't do it ahead of time, but let's say you need to be making a thousand dollars a day to hit your financial goal, right? You need to, you need to, you need to sell basically, or produce a thousand dollars per day to reach your goal. Well, if day one, I only sell or produce $500, I, I know instantly I'm $500 short. I'm already on the trajectory of coming up 50% short of my goal because I didn't hit it today. And so what does that mean tomorrow or going forward? If I come up $500 short today, I have to make up an extra $500 tomorrow to stay on course. You tracking? If I got to do $1,000 a day, I only do 500 today. That means tomorrow I got to do 1500 or I can break that out over, you know, a period of five days. That means I need to sell an extra $100 over a period of five days or whatever, but I have to make up that money. If I'm not tracking this on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, quarterly basis, I don't know where I'm at. I'm selling 500 today. I'm selling 300 tomorrow. I'm selling 600 on Wednesday. I sell a thousand on Thursday. I sell 900 on Friday and it keeps going like that. And then I wake up six months later and realize that I'm $75,000 short of my goal so far. Now I have to work even harder to try and make that up going forward. 
But if I'm tracking this as I go, I know like I'm $500 short today, today, yesterday, today, I got to hustle today. I need to sell an extra job. I need to make 10 more phone calls. I need to network with five more people. I need to be able to reach my goal. And in order to reach my goal, these are the things I need to do. I need to sell. I need to talk to 10 people. Uh, I need to do five estimates and get three sales or whatever it is. However, it works out. You need to know what you need to do in order to achieve the goal that you're trying to achieve. Just selling jobs and having no idea how long it takes to produce the jobs. Did you make money on that job? You know, you sold a job for 10 grand. It takes you two months and it took you three, uh, three days longer than you thought. And then you get a, you know, you get paid 10,000, but you didn't realize that it actually cost you 11,000 because of whatever reason. And you're not tracking any of that. You're completely lost. You're, you're wandering in the desert and have no idea where you're going. A lot of times we believe that the solution to this problem, right, is that big job, that monster job that's going to save us. You know, I'm used to doing $10,000 jobs and the opportunity comes along to do a $60,000 job, right? Uh, the biggest job to date I've ever done is, is 12,000. And here's a $60,000 job. And oh man, that's going to be great because I'm going to make so much more money. But because you don't have a GPS, because you're not tracking what you're doing, because you haven't done any job costing, because you don't know how much money you need to make, the bigger the job, if it's imp improperly bid, the more impact negatively it has on your business. Think about this for a second. If you sell a $10,000 job and you come up short, Every time you do it, you think you're going to make $3,000 profit, but in reality, you're only making $2,000 profit because you have inefficiencies or because you're underbidding, you know, labor or underbidding materials or whatever. You think you're making 3000 each time you're only making two. And then you sell a $30,000 jobs using those same things. Now you're not just losing a thousand. You're losing 3000. Hey, just a quick timeout from the show. In the next 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you exactly how you can transform your contracting business. Imagine being part of a community of winners where you can find out exactly what they've done to be successful. That's exactly what you get when you join the Profit Club. But it's not just a community. You get lifetime access to all of my course-related material, including all future material that I add. But wait, there's more. Each week, you'll get access to three group coaching calls to talk about sales, marketing, and business problems and answer any questions that you may have. Still not convinced? How about personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching to help you overcome your limits? And here's my promise to you. I guarantee you will double your investment within 90 days or I personally will work with you one-on-one -on -one until you do. So don't wait. Elevate your game with the Profit Club today. Now let's get back to the show, right? And that scales. If you do a 60,000 job, $60,000 job, it's even more. A $200,000 job, it's even more. We think these big jobs are going to save us. It's not. Usually when we get those big jobs, it actually sinks us because we realize three months into this six-month project that we underbid the job by like four weeks 
and you just realize you're going to take a five, $10,000 hit on labor that you are not going to be able to recoup. And then you have to still finish the job for the next three months. Let me tell you guys, that is a terrible place to be when you're in a job committed for a long period of time and you just realize that you're going to screw yourself. That is an absolute terrible place to be. I've been there. It sucks. If you're not using the correct GPS in your business, you're going to get lost and you're going to lose financially. You have to look at your profit and loss every month. If you don't know what a profit and loss is, Google it, go to YouTube. There's probably 10,000 videos on how to read a profit and loss. You need to understand what a profit and loss is. You need to understand cash flow. You need to understand how to measure your cash flow, how to know what your cash flow is. There's a video I did on YouTube and I even did a podcast, the four C's of cash flow. Highly recommend you go watch or listen to that uh, because you need to understand how you can mitigate the ebbs and flows of your business by making sure your cash flow is steady, right? A lot of times we have uh, $15,000 in material going out but it's going to be three weeks before we get a draw payment or, a, or an invoice from a client. And we got to front that $15,000. And if we only got $16,000 in the bank, it, that's a, that's a problem, right? That's a problem. And again, you need to have GPS at different parts of your business. You need to be checking your bank account. I check my bank account every single morning. The first thing when I get in the office, I check my bank account and I approve any transactions that have come in from the previous day. Sometimes there's no transactions. Sometimes there's 10 transactions, depending on that. there's a lot of things that came out. Occasionally, I may go two or three days if I'm on vacation or if I get sick or something's going on where I don't check my account. So that means when I come in on the next day, I may have 30 or 40 transactions that I have to go through. But by doing it every single day, I don't have a $3,000 transaction come out that I forgot about, right? And it's been two weeks since that $3,000 came out. And the last time I checked my account, I had $5,000 in my account. And I'm like, oh, I had $5,000. I forgot about the $3,000 uh, bill that came out. And then I go and buy something for $3,000 and I overdraft my account. That may seem like the most basic and everybody knows that. I can't tell you how many contractors struggle with this. Bank account balancing, you know, bank account accounting is not, that's, that's not how you run a business. You look at your bank account on a daily or weekly basis, right? You have a GPS. That's the GPS. You're checking your GPS on a regular basis. Am I going in the right direction? Even if I gave you a phone, and I said, punch in these coordinates, and, I, and you did that, and then you never looked at the phone, you could still get lost. So you have to check it on a regular basis to make sure you're going in the right direction. Am I hitting my sales goals? Right? If I want to do $500,000 a year in revenue, that's going to require so many jobs sold. Well, what's your average job size? If your average job size is $3,000 and you want to sell 500,000, that's a lot of jobs you got to sell. If your average job size is 100,000, 
Well, then you only need to sell five jobs, right? But if you don't know that, how are you going to know how much marketing you need? How much, how many leads you need? You can backwards engineer everything in your business. Everything can be backward engineered. I have worksheets and um, different uh, tools in the profit club that will help, you know, that helps contractors figure this out. One of them is the uh, sales tracking because you need to know how many uh, leads and sales you're doing in order to know if you're going to hit your goal, right? I have a very simple tool. You punch in what your revenue goal is. You punch in what your average job size is. And that's just, you can de determine that by taking how many jobs or, you know, what you sold last year times how many jobs you did or divided by how many jobs you did rather. It will tell you what your average job size is. You know, if you did 300,000 last year and you did uh, 30 jobs, it's going to tell you what your average job size is, right? So you have to like know that. So if that's my average job size, what's my revenue goal? What's my average job size? And then what's my sales closing ratio? If you don't know what your sales closing ratio is, how are you going to know how many jobs you got to sell? If your average uh, closing ratio is 50%, well, then for every job you sell, you need two leads. Makes sense, right? This is, this is like basic math stuff. But none of us take a look at these things in our business. So if you know that you have a 20% closing rate and, you need, uh, and you're trying to hit a $300,000 revenue or a $500,000 revenue, then you're going to have to have so many leads coming in, right? You got to know that information. And again... If I need to sell $1,000 a day and I have a 50% closing rate and my average job size is, let's just say my average job size is 500 bucks. I need to sell 1,000 a day and my average and my closing rate is 50%. Well, if I, need to, if I need to sell two jobs a day, that means I need to talk to four different people a day, right? 50% closing rate. I talk to four, I sell two because I have a 50% closing rate and there are $500 Average job size, I need to make a thousand a day. I got to sell two jobs a day. You got to sell and produce two jobs a day. Not obviously in the same day, but I need to know what that is. Right? I mean, a lot of, a lot of contractors literally just a call comes in. Hey, can you uh, replace a sump pump? Uh, let's see. Let me check my schedule. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can, I can replace a sump pump for you. Yeah, how much is that going to cost? Let's see. It probably take me about two hours. I think they're about you know 150 bucks for a sump pump, so probably about 400 dollars, maybe. Yeah, I can do that for 400 dollars. Okay. Like some of you do that. It's just whatever comes in, you just do the job. Doesn't matter. You have no idea how much money you're going to make. You have no idea what kind of profits you're going to make. You have no idea how long it takes on average. It's just whatever calls whatever calls in is what you're doing. Guys, that's not running a business. It is not a business whatsoever. I talked to a gentleman today who does concrete and framing and decks and trim and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, bro, you need to find one thing and focus on it. You really do. If you pick one thing and then you stick with it, it's much easier across the board. I, mean, I don't care what it is. The riches are in the niches. That's true. It'll never change. You won't convince me. I don't give a crap what you say. It, that's just a fact. 
The riches are in the niches. Simplicity scales, complexity fails. Anything that's very hard to do is gonna be much harder to achieve, to scale it. Anything that's simple to do is gonna be easy to scale. Go back and listen to my podcast with uh, Brian Gottlieb. Which one was that? That was uh, episode 136. If you haven't listened to episode 136, go listen to it right now after this. Go listen to it. He built a $100 million, three businesses exited for $100 million. And all he did in his businesses was, was one specific thing. He wasn't doing everything under the sun. If you're not tracking all of the stuff, if you're not at the end of each year going back through the services that you offer and seeing which ones you're doing the most at and which ones you're making the most money at, because you may be doing 80% of your work. Let's just say you do um, roofs and decks, right? You do roofing and decks. 80% of your roof, 80% of your work is roofing. Okay. So 20% is decks, uh, but your profit margins on roofs is 20%. And your profit margins on decks is 60%. Now, if you don't understand that, you should be doing decks all the time. Because by simply doing more decks, you will actually increase your profit way, 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 way more. But if you don't know that, if you're, if you're not looking at the GPS, if you're not looking at your numbers of your business and understanding what you're actually making, you will keep doing roofs and not doing as many decks and you will keep losing money by doing deck or roofs that you shouldn't be doing. Is this making sense? Raise your hand if it's making sense. Okay. You have to check the numbers of your business. You need to know what your closing ratio is. You need to know what your average job size is. You need to know what your revenue goal is and what you need to make each uh, hour, day, week, month to hit it. You need to be checking your uh, P&L each month. You need to be job costing every single job. You need to know what your labor burden, your true labor burden is for your employees. If you don't have, if you don't know what your labor burden uh, is for your employees, there's a link in the bio, go buy it. It's $39, freaking well worth it. It will tell you exactly what your employees cost you. I guarantee you they cost you more than what you're charging. If you're charging 45 bucks an hour for uh, a lead guy and you're paying him 40 bucks an hour, you're losing money. 100% can guarantee you you're losing money. Because you're not, you're not factoring in all the costs associated. Uh, the labor burden worksheet will, will do all that for you. You punch in some information and then boom, it tells you exactly what each person costs you right? It's $39, link in the buy or link in the show notes or whatever. You can go find that and uh, that's well worth it. That's just one little thing. What, how much your employees cost? How much is your overhead, right? Track your overhead. How much, what's your overhead breakdown per hour, per day, per week, per month, per year? What's your break even amount? If your overhead is, if your break even is $200 a day, right? And you go do a job, for uh, $180, you literally lost money. You, you're losing money. And if you don't know that because you haven't done the math, why are you in business? Seriously, why are you in business? Right? 
If you want to be a business owner, you need to start freaking acting like a business owner. And business owners do the crap that they don't want to do. That's not fun. That's not sexy. That's, you know, that, that it's a pain in the butt to do. And then they, and when you can hire out people to take care of some of that for you so that you don't have to do it yourself. Try not doing payroll for your employees and see what happens. See how long they would tolerate that. Go one week at the end of the week, say, Hey guys, I'm not paying you this week. I just don't have time. I don't really have, I'm so busy. I don't have time to do the payroll and submit it. So I'm just not going to pay you this week. I'll get, I'll pay it. You know, I'll pay your normal amount next week. See how many people are going to be okay with that. Yeah. That's exactly what you do every single day by not knowing how much money you need to make in your business. It's literally like you not doing payroll for your employees. You're not doing payroll for yourself. You're not figuring out how much money you need to make. I can't stress how critical this is in your business to know your numbers. You have to know what everything in your business costs. And by the way, when you're only doing one service, when you only do one thing, like if you only build decks, you will know really quick how much materials are. You will know really quick how long it takes to do stuff. You will know really quick what kind of profit margins you have because you're only doing the same thing. You're doing the same thing every time, right? Those of you that are stressed out, that are like running around with your hair on fire, you can't keep, I don't have time, Brad, to do all that stuff. I guarantee you it's because you're trying to do like 15 different services. But I don't even have to ask you what kind of work you do. If you tell me that you're running around with your hair on fire, I can almost guarantee you are doing way too many services. I can almost guarantee it. I don't, I'd almost bet money on it. Start tracking all of the important numbers in your business and then checking them. It's one thing to track them. It's another thing to analyze them, right? What gets measured gets fixed. If you're not measuring anything, you can't fix anything. I have some free worksheets. I have a job costing worksheet you can get. You know, I got some other stuff. Um, just hit me up if you're looking for some of these things. I'm happy to share them with you. The labor burden worksheet, uh, it does cost $39, but I got a free job costing worksheet. I got, you know, I got some other worksheets I can even send if you have a specific need. Uh, I can send you a free profit and loss uh, workbook. If you're not using like QuickBooks or Wave or something like that, uh, I have a, I have a uh, job or I'm sorry, a profit and loss, like a generic job profit and loss you can use and do it manually yourself. I could send you that. Just hit me up and let me know. More than happy to send that those resources to you. But guys, I want you to leave here planning on creating GPSs for your business, right? Create the GPS, do your profit and loss, track your numbers, job cost, know what your overhead is per day, per hour, per week, per month, per year. Your break even is per day, per hour, per week, per month, per year what your uh, revenue goal is per hour, per week, per month, per day, per year. Like you should know all these things. You should know what they are and then you should be tracking those, you know, at least on a weekly basis, if not daily basis. That's all I got on this episode. Thanks for hanging out with me. I really appreciate you listening. Appreciate all the support. If you got any ideas for upcoming shows, uh, shoot me a message and let me know. I'm always looking for ideas 
of different things in the business that I may not have covered yet, uh, just let me know. Uh, that way I can plan on it. And guys, you know where to find me, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, uh, search for the Hammer and Grind podcast, though also in the show notes, as well as the Labor Burden Worksheet. And if you need help with your business, reach out. More than happy to sit down, have a conversation with you. We can even analyze your profit, do a profit audit, make sure you're charging enough to help you get that first kind of GPS system uh, set up. And then you can go from there, right? Appreciate you hanging out with me. Remember, until next time, profit is not a dirty word.